Welcome to Season 2 with Dr. Annette West. This show is coming to you from a holistic and faith-based view, sharing varied topics, occasional interviews, and discussions. The purpose of this show is to help us to build up our mind, our body, and our spirit. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Sax Love for allowing this show use of his jazz instrumental, Funk Jazz. Now, let's get started with Dr. Annette West's topic for today. Hi, everyone. Dr. Annette West here. I hope you're doing well today. I want to speak from the topic of self-care. Self-care. I talk to a lot of people. I coach a lot of people. And too often I have found, including myself sometimes, uh, people feel guilty about taking time for self and even spending resources on self. Sometimes people think they must practice self-denial and minimize self-care in an effort to help others. Self-care is simply the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. And wouldn't we want our health to be improved and better? And shouldn't we work to find balance in learning what is needed for our own self-care? If we want to have holistic wellness, then we have to learn how to align our mind, our body, and our spirit. I realize that sometimes, including myself, life gets real busy. It's full. There's so much going on. Thinking about everything that you have to do for everybody else. It might be a spouse. It might be children. It might be parents or grandparents. It might be your job. It might be things at the church house. I mean, it may be community things. It may be so many things going on that we have our hands in. And then we may need to stop and do a self-assessment and say, am I busy being busy? Or am I busy being productive? And even if I am doing things that need to be done, am I remembering to take care of myself? I think I do a pretty good job of taking care of myself, but I also have come to the realization that even though I have have high energy, as people would say, I have to learn how to find balance in utilizing that energy. And I don't have to be moving all the time. So I need to stop and and you may think about this too on some self-reflection. How am I investing my time? How how am I investing my energy? 
am I investing it in the best and wisest ways that lead to my holistic health? What is God's expectation of my taking care of myself? Does God want me to stop doing some of the things that I'm doing so that I can gain this balance? Is God pleased with the way I am um, focusing on my spiritual relationship, my physical relationship, my emotional relationships? Is God pleased with me? Great questions to ask. But Jesus in the Bible expects that we will take care of ourselves. It instructs us to love ourselves. A person who loves themselves takes care of themselves. In Mark, the 12th chapter, 30th through the 31st verses, it says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind and with all of your strength. And he says, the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. What I hear in this passage of scripture is, yes, the Lord should come first at all times. But then, yes, we love our neighbors, but we have to love ourselves. We should be willing to do for our neighbors, but we should be willing to do for ourselves as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. Loving someone as you love yourself helps you to find that self-balance, that, put that self-care in process. So it doesn't mean in order to help others, you don't help yourself. It doesn't mean in order to serve others, you don't serve yourself. It means you find balance in it. If you can do it for them, you can do it for others. So it's great to take care of others, but it's also great to take care of yourself. It's great to meet the needs of others, but it's also great to meet your own needs. And what I believe is God expects for us to be wise stewards. Stewards of our minds, stewards of our bodies, and stewards of our spiritual relationship. And when we do that, when we find that balance, that alignment, that holistic wellness that is required, then we become the best version of who God created us to be. We need to take care of ourselves because we are his handiwork. He created us. He created, he created us to, to, to thrive, to, to, to flourish. He created us to be beautiful beings. He created us to be loving. He created us. He didn't neglect us and he doesn't expect for us to neglect ourselves. We don't love our neighbors and look down on ourselves. We love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We don't give it all to our neighbors and then have nothing for ourselves. We take care of our neighbors, but we take care of ourselves. And I think I saw this question somewhere and it said, ask yourself, would I want my dearest friend or my family member to treat themselves the way I'm treating myself? 
So when I look at my my mother or my auntie, what I want them to treat themselves to treat themselves as I am treating myself, would I be looking at them saying, "You got to do better about this. You can't give it all away. You got to keep some for yourself." So what I find, we need that balance in giving. We can't give what we don't have. There are some demands that we have to meet. But if we don't take the time to tend to ourselves, our well, our storehouse will dry up rather quickly and we will have nothing left to give. We don't want to give our worst to people. So therefore, we should take care of ourselves and everything that we have so that when we give, we are giving our best. And when we are able to stop and realize that we need to take care of ourselves, we then become refreshed. We become renewed. We become refilled. We become restored. And then we can offer up to the Lord the best, the very best of who we are. And when we can offer up our very best to the Lord, then we can also do what? Offer up the very best to ourselves. Ephesians 5 and 29 says, For no one ever hates his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church. God, God built this mechanism of self-care into us when he breathed life in us. So we have an innate desire to nourish and cherish ourselves. God made us this way because he knows that when we are at our best, we are also equipped to serve in the kingdom. This I know. If you're sick and you're laying on your bed because you didn't take the best care of yourself, how are you going to be effective? How are you going to go forward and help someone else? You can't serve others while you're hospitalized. If your mind is all messed up, you can't study. You can't pray effectively. You need your brain strong. You need that brain power. You need to get that needed rest. I think I've talked about this at another time, how, you know, I'm my mind is moving so much that even when I would eventually go to bed, my mind would still be up. I'd wake up, I'd be praying, I'd be talking to the Lord, you know, in my mind. And even though I got up and I felt like I was energized, I still was not taking care of myself as best I could. And so I had to step back and change some things. So instead of going to bed at midnight or one in the morning and getting up at five, okay, I'm gonna go to bed at 10 when my husband is going to bed. He has to leave the house in the morning to go to work. Well, I'm gonna go to bed when he goes to bed. And I'm gonna pray, Lord, help me to fall asleep so that I can be rested, rejuvenated, and peace and a strong mind. So I went to bed at 10 last night and I got up this morning. I woke up actually at like five o'clock. No problem. Since I was wide awake, since I did go to bed at 10, I said, okay, well, I've gotten about seven hours sleep. So I'm good. So I got up 
and I, I got up, I prayed again. I got my 16 ounce glass of water that I start with in the morning. And I said, okay, I know I got this, this, and this to do today. Let me go do this particular thing and uh, come back and then get some coffee started for my husband. And then I can go back and do this and then come back and do this. So I kind of laid out everything that I was going to do. And it was just back to my norm in that how much I can accomplish when I really have a good night's rest. And I completed so much. I teach some classes. I was able to get everything done for my students and make responses to them before I left my house that mor this morning to meet somebody at eight o'clock for a walk. It's amazing how God will expand your time when you've done what you need to do. There was a time when, you know, I skipped meals. I didn't even call it skipping meals. I just didn't think about eating. You know, it was like, if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. Not thinking about my body needs some food on some type of regular intervals. So most of the time I'll try to eat several things throughout the day, some smaller things instead of sitting down at one time or two times and just overindulging at, at those times. And so, you know, just being mindful of that. Don't skip meals. We have to take care of ourselves. We have to We have to research. We have to talk to the Lord too. And most of what we need is right here in God's word. And a lot of people, including myself, that's out here um, sharing on holistic wellness and coaching and things. We're going back to the Bible. We're going to the Bible, pulling the biblical precepts and, 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 and guidelines that God uh, gave in his word, in his truth. And if we want to eat right, the best example is going back to Daniel in the Old Testament. And just the example of how Daniel, when they were taken into bondage and into the king's castle, and he said, listen, let me, I know the king wants us to eat the food from his table, but let me, allow me to eat the type of food that I'm used to eating, which is um, probably plain grains, if that, vegetables and fruits and water. None of this cooked stuff, you know, none of this desserts and meats and all of this kind of stuff. Just let me go back to what I know and give me this amount of time. And if at the end of this, I look like I have not been taken care of, then I will, I will then allow myself to eat from the king's table. So he fasted. I mean, he didn't fast. He ate and he, what he ate sustained him and it says at the end of the days when he went back and he was looked at he looked better and healthier and more invigorated than those who had eaten everything from the king's table so we can find some biblical truth in how we need to take care of ourselves so we need to be very mindful of our rest patterns our thought patterns our eating patterns, our, our, our daily pattern in relationship with Christ Jesus, we need to focus in on all of that. And we then also need to know that Jesus even exhibited um, self-care. I'm trying to find the scripture. I did write that scripture down. Okay, here we go. So here's a few scriptures in respect to that. 
in uh, Mark 1, 9 through 13. I'm not reading the passage of scripture, but from it, we can glean that many times throughout the gospels, Jesus retreated from everyone else to rest alone or to pray by himself. So Jesus was busy about God's work, but he also realized he had to stop and take care of himself. In Matthew 8, 23 through 27, there's an account of Jesus resting. And so the, con the concept there is Jesus took time to sleep even when it was inconvenient. So sometimes you may feel like you have so much to do that your mind is so overlaid, overloaded that if you don't stop to rest, you still won't accomplish the quality of what needs to be done because of that overload in your mind. I have found that to be true. In Luke 10, 8, 38 through 43, 38 through 42, Jesus encouraged others to rest when he told Martha not to be anxious about the housework, but he told her what? Come and relax with him. So sometimes we have to tell people, listen, I'm getting ready to sit down. You need to sit down too. Now, once I get myself together, once I get the needed rest, then we'll move forward. But you know what? We're going to stop right now. So looking to ourselves and saying, look, I need to do this, but also reminding other people of what they need to do as well. And we have to be mindful of those who, you know, sometimes we can't have everybody around us all the time. Jesus had many disciples that were not that 12 that is talked about. He had many more than that. But this was the core group that was around him. And then even in, with those 12, you hear him talking and calling um, Peter or John more often than other names. So he might have had his nucleus and then right in the center with him, he might have had these other few that he engaged with more than even those other nine or 10. So we have to also make a point to choose people close to us who do life with us, who are able to encourage us and we can encourage them that they can learn from our wisdom and we can learn from their wisdom as well. Because Proverbs 27 and 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And we can sharpen one another especially if we have people that are connected to us spiritually the right way. And so I really wanted to just encourage you on today to be focused and, and be mind conscious about taking care of yourself. We are not um, selfish people when we take care of ourselves. When we take care of ourselves as God intended, it allows us to be a greater blessing to others in a richer way for a longer time. We have to keep ourselves as healthy as possible so that we can deliver the message as wisely and widely as the Lord commanded. We need to create our own self-care plan. We do look to the interests of others but we also look to our interests also. And, the, and when we find this balance, we will have more energy to spend on other people and doing other things. You are important to you. Your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, 
your spiritual health are important to you. And, and in order for us to be the best that we can be, we have to stay connected to the vine. John 15 and 4, Jesus said, no, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. And so we must learn how to remain, to abide, to rest in Christ the vine so that our fruit flows through our life. And that's my encouragement for you on today. Thanks for stopping by. As we close, I want to thank you for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to this podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite platform, please do so today. Share a comment and give a five-star rating. Join my mailing list at Dr. Annette West Ministries at gmail.com. Also, purchase a copy of my newest book, Holistic Wellness, Mind, Body, Spirit, on Amazon or at Dr. Annette West Ministries.org webpage. Keep tuning in every week. I guarantee you will be blessed.